0: Okay, hello everyone. We are um, live again for the Impact Anaheim Giving Day series. And today we get to learn about the Family Oasis Resource Center. So I've got Wendy with us. Hey Wendy, how are you doing? Great. Thanks for having us. Of course. Yeah. Thanks for for doing this. Uh, Is this your first Facebook Live?
1: It is. Yay! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gotten some, um, you know, experience being a little bit live on Zoom, but this is my first interview on Facebook. So, yeah. Awesome.
0: Well, good. It's always great to try new things. I love it. And are you joining us from uh, remote life still? Are you at home or back in the office? Remote life still. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, um, where, where is this a, a dedicated space now in your home for work?
1: It is. It's my office space that turned into a um, everything gathering room. So now I yeah. recreated it as an office space. So it's working quite well.
0: <laughs> That's good. We all we all make do with whatever we can, right? It's just the, 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 the life, the life we live now. <laughs> right, exactly. Adjust and readjust. <laughs> I, oh, yes. It's a constant pivot, like daily, weekly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Good. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, So as everyone uh, who's watching has probably realized, we've been having a series of live conversations with the organizations participating in the Impact Anaheim Giving Day, which is on Wednesday. So we're almost there. Mm -hmm. And your organization is rather unique. Um, So we're going to go into uh, who you are and uh, who you work for and how it fits into the Family Oasis Resource Center and then also a little bit about the resource centers that are here in the city. So why don't you first um, tell us about you and who you work for and I know a big part of your role is with Network Anaheim. So take it away.
1: Okay, well thank you. Um, So I'm Wendy and I have the pleasure of organizing uh, Network Anaheim, which is um, really a job to build a network of uh, public, private and nonprofit uh, organizations in partnership with residents and families in Anaheim. And the goal of this really is that we're transforming our systems and communities so we can ensure that all children thrive. And so a big part of that is um, working with the family resource centers across the city of Anaheim. And the one that we're um, helping right now to raise funds for is Family Oasis Resource Center.
0: Awesome. That's great. So why don't you so Network Anaheim. Group of Anaheim organizations. Um, since you since you're here and have the opportunity, how do people get connected to Network Anaheim? Like if they're an organization listening and they're like, "Oh, I never heard
1: about it." What what do they need to do? Uh, you can reach out to me directly. Really, it's my whole job is just to be a linker and a connector to organizations and help resources connect with each other Mm -hmm. and one of those big platforms that we're using is through all of the um, family resource centers in Anaheim because we uh, have the pleasure of having so many. We have three that are run by the city of Anaheim. We have um, two that are run by Children's Bureau which one of those is Family Oasis. Um, Then we have one at the Boys and Girls Club at Manzanita Park. One is run by Higher Ground next door to Lincoln Elementary School. Okay. And then there's four that are run by Project Access that are actually inside apartment complexes. So oh. we're really fortunate um, to have so many hubs of places that families can access services.
2: So What's my up? job
1: with Net- yeah with Network Anaheim is just to keep those connected okay. um, and sharing resources and ensuring we're um, You know, reaching out to families.
0: Okay, perfect. So, if you want to get involved, Network Anaheim, contact Wendy, um, (laughs) and maybe we'll we'll put your info, you know, in the in the page when we're done here. So, then say more about family resource centers because I think that might be a little foreign to some people. What is a family resource center? How does one get started? How come some are ran by the city and some are ran by organizations? (laughs) Um, So, say a little bit more about the resource centers in our community.
1: Yeah, so Family Resource Center, I think the concept has been around for a long time. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's really a hub or a one-stop shop for families, children, youth, and families to access services. So the notion really came about that um, it would be um, in a neighborhood or next to a school site, a space where um, families can um, access easily. And have a multiple, have kind of uh, multiple services available to them so that families weren't having to, you know, go one place for something, another place. And each family resource center does provide slightly different services. The great part of Anaheim is we're so rich um, in services and rich in uh, these hubs um, because we're a large city. So um, that's a really great part of it. Family Oasis in particular is uh, located in the Guinita Lane um, neighborhood or behind Paul Revere Elementary School, and it's been there for quite a long time. Um, and for the last five years, Children's Bureau, um, who you'll meet Ariana in a few minutes, her and her team joined us there and um, had some other social services funding under families and communities together and so we got to bring in um, more partners to that resource center so the center itself is belongs to the anaheim elementary school district and so we do have school district programs there and multiple partners we have about 65 staff that work out of that building out in the community yeah sorry about that. I was
0: (laughs) uh, feeling muted. Um, I like how you described it as a hub. It's kind of like this connection of services where families, especially families who have a hard time with transportation Mm -hmm. or uh, just can't get to a specific service in the city, they can just go to their family resource center and say, this is what I'm needing and either get the service right there or get the case management or the support that they need to get to that service so it's it's beautiful for those families that accessibility is a big issue Um, and also i'm sure language you know um, you when you go to all these departments for multiple things it's hard when you know you don't have someone that understands you or the language to explain it
1: yeah exactly (laughs)
0: Wonderful. Well, let's bring Ariana in. Let me—I uh, think she's all set up. So, give her a minute, and there she is. Hello, Ariana. How's it going? Uh, good morning. How I'm are you? My face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Move it over. There you are. <laughs> It's a new laptop. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's good. New laptops are good. Well, um, welcome. So, uh, Wendy just got done sharing with us about Network Anaheim and the Family Resource Center model. And so I believe you are the uh, FRC coordinator for Family Oasis. Um, So why don't you
2: tell us a little bit more about that resource center specifically? Oh, great. I'm so excited to tell you about Family Oasis. So Family Oasis is considered a one-stop shop uh, for all families. You don't have to just live in Anaheim, but we mostly serve Anaheim residents. Um, And the reason we're a one-stop shop is because we offer a multitude of services in-house. So we're able to provide that case management, parenting, domestic violence, intervention, services. Case, uh, we have outreach and engagement. We have Jumpstart for Kids. We have a Youth Action Council, which is our youth leadership uh, program that we have at OASIS that has been very successful. Our youth really enjoy going out to the community and doing different service projects. And at the same time, we prepare them for college as well as um, teach them about leadership and going out in the community and advocating for services for their own um, neighborhoods that they live in, any change that they want to do. um, That's our youth action council. And then we have life skills. So depending on the type of referrals that we're receiving, we look for trends to see what's going on in the community and provide life skills on top of the counseling that we offer families. And then we have some events. We have a Halloween carnival that we do annually to help teach children about safety during Halloween. And then we do our big uh, Blue Hope Carnival, which is a child abuse prevention carnival that we do um, that's open to everybody in the community, um, which has been very well received these last five years. So it's really exciting to be able to go out there and teach about child abuse prevention. Um, What's so unique about our center is that we have a one door process. So anybody, Mm -hmm. any service provider, any family can walk in, call or fax over a referral. And internally, because as I said, we have so many programs and agencies, So internally, what we do is we meet and we discuss the referral and, uh, the supervisor will take that referral, um, if it best fits their program. So service providers or community members do not have to worry about it. We literally just wrap ourselves around the families Mm -hmm. and provide them with so many services. And also with family Oasis, we're very connected to the school districts. So we even bring them in to be a part of the services that we're providing. So everybody's well, um, informed of everything mm-hmm. that's happening. And we've seen that be such a huge success with the family yeah. because we take every aspect of their family life. Cause we even have like parenting that will go in home. So we're able to see everything and work as a team to provide the best services for the family.
0: Yeah. So, um, you actually, Wendy was saying you're actually on the school site, correct? Like you have a bungalow that's off the side. So, how? So, and even though you're on that site, you're not just open, available to the kids at that school. You're open to really anyone Anaheim, but particularly in that geographic location, correct? Okay. And so, how how does that work? Do a lot of do you find a lot of the families and kids from that school? This is just like. The second part of their day or do you have an influx of people um, all throughout the day you know tell us like what what's a typical day
2: at family at oasis we are extremely busy and yes so we're open Um, we have two late nights on tuesdays and thursdays so we are Mm jam-packed with families coming in all day and what's so wonderful is that all our therapists and case managers really try to Mm -hmm. uh, meet the client at the time that they need. So that's why we try to have late nights also to be able to right. meet those that work. Mm-hmm. But yes, we get clients from everywhere, not just from Revere elementary or that neighborhood. We service all of Anaheim. We've even had people from LA County and like Moreno Valley come all the way down <laughs> to Oasis because they heard about our services.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's great. So I know with um, so typically, you know, you're, you're open, but ever since COVID happened, right, there's had to have been a, a change in the way that you operate and, and serve. So talk about how, and this is for either one of you, how has COVID impacted your service delivery model, given that the FRCs are very, you know, come on in, let's let's serve you, but that, that obviously hasn't been the case um, for the past three months. So how, how has that affected you guys?
1: Well, I'll just start with a quick little um, it certainly took us a few days to kind of adjust like everyone mm-hmm. um, and figure out. Um, I'll let Ariana speak specifically to services, but I I wanted to also take an opportunity to say thank you to the Anaheim Community Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, we were they granted us some, um, some funds to uh, create some emergency bags for families. We were hearing Mm -hmm. over and over about um, families needing activities to do at home and games, cleaning supplies, even headsets for our students to be accessing their Google classrooms and such. Mm -hmm. So I just want to do a little shout out because that was a pivot um, for us. We always have emergency supplies for families but not at that level. And then I'll let Ariana really talk about how we pivoted to create all of our services online. Go ahead.
2: So we haven't really seen much of a decrease in need of services or people trying to connect with us. We Mm -hmm. have an information and referral specialist. So this is our person that knows all the resources in Anaheim and surrounding areas. And um, she's available via phone uh as well as we have some backup as uh, myself and other staff that are there to help um answer any phone calls or find those resources for the family so we have not had a decrease at all in that actually we've increased and then when it came to classes uh, everything went on zoom or by telephone. So we haven't actually seen a decrease. We've seen an increase in services because now we're able to reach a broader audience um, because so many people were at home that they were able to participate in classes now that they might not have been able to um, when we were um, in the building. So it's really neat to uh, see that growth within the community who are more comfortable with technology and being able to participate and our classes that we're offering.
0: Awesome, and um, how are the families adjusting to that? Since you're kind of in the trenches, I think it'd be great for people, or important for people to know how the the community that you serve is adjusting to this stay-at-home life and having to do things, because it's such a big connection piece, right? Being able to come in and, and see, and so how are they adjusting?
2: Um, They are struggling, 100%. The families are struggling with not being able to see us, especially our information and referral specialists. A lot of families really love coming in and talking to her. Um, Like I said, she knows everything (laughs) that is going on in Anaheim. So I know that they are missing that piece um, with that connection component. They are struggling at home. Thanks to the Anaheim Community Foundation, we were able to create those bags with more family bonding. Um, service, uh games and things like that for the families. It's been a huge adjustment. So there is that struggle still um, till now. And yes, Family Oasis is trying to support to support them and go through that. But as you know, some of our families, the way that they are um, living in one apartment, it, sometimes it's very difficult to be able to go, you can't really go outside and do activities. So it's really trying to teach them those little life skills, some tools of uh, other things that they can do to go out. But the struggle is still there. And us mm-hmm. as Family Oasis, as a team, we're trying to come up with new innovative ideas to try to help these families. Mm-hmm.
0: I bet I'm. Yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, I have uh, uh, two kids of my own, and luckily, if, if if they're not behaving, I can put up, separate them in their own rooms. But when you're a family of five, six, or even two families trying to make it work in a two-bedroom apartment or a one-bedroom, trying to find um, safe, quiet, right, quiet space, especially especially as they the kids were trying to also finish school. Um, it's not the ideal condition, and so I'm sure your case managers and service providers were definitely had their hands full with trying to help them manage through that. So, thank you for all the work that that you're doing to to keep them to keep them, you know, calm and to get, to help keep them um, um, safe, but also uh, just what's the word I'm looking for um, just just knowing that, that there will be a better tomorrow, you know, knowing that it will end and, um, and, and that they'll, they'll survive, right? That they'll survive through this, so. And how, uh, say a little bit more about the youth then, how are you um, serving the youth of Anaheim that come through the Family Oasis? You shared a lot in the programming, but anything specific that is really important for the community to know and how you make sure that our youth are thriving through the center?
2: So our Youth Action Council is still meeting weekly for an oh, hour and a half. Via Zoom, nice. <laughs> and they truly love it. Right now we're doing a series more of life, what we call kind of life skills, mm-hmm. professional development. Actually, we're really working on how they're feeling their emotions and how to communicate those with others, as well as building that bond between them so they have each other. Um mm-hmm. If they need to talk to someone, we are giving them all those tools um, so they can also go out and spread it within their own little networks of friends. If anybody needs any uh, emotional support, uh, we're teaching them all those tools so they can go out and spread that word because I know everybody right now is really struggling emotionally, um, physically, mentally being at home. So one of the big things that we do with our yak is train them on these tools and teach them how to get connected so they can go out into the community. Um, As you know, they all text and all Instagram and all that wonderful stuff Um, to send that information out to everybody they know as well. And it's, uh, such a huge success, our Youth Action Council. Um, I can share a brief story about when we first started um, our first year. We had these wonderful seven um, youth members who grew up in Guanita Lane, who used to go to Family Oasis uh, just to help out. But when we created the youth, uh, the YAC, they decided to be the leaders of our Yak. So these seven kids, they were, I think, in 10th grade, Uh, many of them didn't think about college. So we did college field trips, we had different professionals come in and talk to them and we had different college uh, students come and talk to them and tell them about their experience from all different backgrounds so they can hear what was out there. And they all graduated high school and they all went off to four year colleges. Oh, Um, awesome. And many of them actually moved away. We even took them on field trips outside of Anaheim because many had never been on a field trip um, outside of Anaheim. We went to UCLA. We went to Cal State Fullerton. We did all, we even took them to the fire department because none of them have ever been to the fire department. And the fire department in Anaheim gave them a whole tour. (laughs) It was so amazing. And it wasn't just them those six we, we had a team of 20 yak that yeah. went through all of it but those were our seniors by the end um and they all went off to four-year colleges and many moved away <laughs> so we were so happy that we were able to support them through um the whole journey of going to college and working with their parents and their applications yeah. and letter of recommendation and all their service hours because they have to do service hours to graduate mm-hmm. so they were able to do all their hours at family oasis so they went above and beyond mm-hmm. uh, that and with the support of outreach and engagement through western youth services they were able to graduate high school and move on so our yes, future sure. is very excited um, at this point to come back and give back to the community because we're still in contact with all yes. of them we still check in and see how they're doing Oh, that's great. That's a great story. And,
0: and um, where do you remember what colleges they
2: going um, to? Uh, one went to Santa Cruz. One went, these are just some that I can remember. Um, Merced, one's at UCI. Um, that's all I can remember right now. Nice. For top of my head. <laughs> that's
0: exciting. Well, that's, that's a wonderful success story. And the youth actually, committee is that what it is Youth action council what? we call it the yeah. Youth action <laughs> <laughs> yeah Youth action council that's great and so they're still meeting that's wonderful that you're able to keep them connected because i think more than anything our youth need to find a uh, connection i mean we all need connection but our children are just um you know to be ripped away from their school system so quickly and so abruptly especially the seniors that just, you know, from one day to the next, they thought, oh, OK, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. And then, no, I'm not going to see you at all. That's um, really, really difficult. So it's it's awesome that you're you're able to find a way to keep them um, connected.
2: Oh, and I'll add a little bit more. What we've also done with. Um our Accelerate Change Together team is that we've actually brought now youth from all different agencies together and convening. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. And I know that they just had one not that long ago. They had a series uh, back in uh, February and mm-hmm. they're still getting together mm-hmm. uh, and nice. working on this great work to change their community. Mm-hmm. That's, That's great wonderful that everybody gets to experience youth uh, from all different agencies in Anaheim.
0: That's awesome. I think that's great because there's so many organizations touching youth that why yeah why not bring them together through the the interest that they're in or what they like and um, have them uh, talk more about how they can um, serve their community because they're the ones living in it. So that's good. Thank you for sharing that. So then that kind of leads us into um what we're here for today, so, so you guys are participating in Impact Anaheim Youth. Um, so what, what do you want everyone to know? What will the Giving Day Funds go towards? Will it be going towards Yak, or will it be going towards, there you go, critical <laughs> services. for youth. So what does that mean, uh, Wendy? What, what are you guys deeming critical at this moment? How is it going to support the youth?
1: Yeah, so we are, um, our goal is to raise $10,000 on Giving Day uh, this Wednesday, um, and really just to further our work of helping uh, children and families cope not only with the current stressors from the pandemic, but also as preventative uh, means to buffer them from the impact of trauma and hopefully swing that pendulum in the direction of strengthening children and families. And kind of strengthening their muscle of resilience, uh, as Dr. Okay. Nadine Burke-Harris would say from our adverse childhood experiences. So we're, okay. that's that's our, our goal for Wednesday.
0: Okay. And so is it going towards any particular program or is it just like kind of the overall general fund of what you need to continue the services you're already doing?
1: So we're raising the funds um, to go to Children's Bureau that will... Um, support these exact services like the Youth Action Council and our, um, where we just have our kind of our door open, having anyone call in or come in when we're able to open again, um, to be able to uh, continue those services. So again, kind of as Ariana mentioned, we have Our um, information referral specialist who knows everyone, she's still um, working eight, 10 hours a day and people call in and she links them to services. That's a really important piece of helping people navigate all of the different systems. And so um, we're hoping to continue that work and our youth action council.
0: Awesome, wonderful. That's great. And so, uh, ten thousand dollars this Wednesday. Um, any other ways that people can support you or give if they're, you know, not monetarily able to at the at this point in time? Are there other ways that people can contribute or learn about or, or help um,
1: this particular FRC? I think, um, Ariana, do you want to speak a little bit about the um, the um, adult group that? the SEAC as you call it. Um, Talk a little bit about that and that
2: families can, adults can join that if they're interested in doing that. Yes. So we have, just like we have our Youth Action Council, we also have a SEAC, which is for Mm -hmm. our adults. um, And they also meet once a week and they work on their leadership skills as well as um, doing volunteer hours to help out the center or any of our events that um, we are having. But that group really focuses on change in their community being the voices of their community as well as helping get the word out of all the services that we offer at Family Oasis, really engaging at the same level as other community members to build that trust um, to come to Family Oasis and get the services to better their community. Wonderful. So that, that's one option. If any youth are out there and listening, you can always join our <laughs> Youth Action Council. It's open. It's year round. <laughs> um, so if, they're, if they want to participate, they can just reach out to us and our volunteer coordinator will send the application over and sign them up for our program. You just awesome. have to be 13 to 18 years old for okay. our Youth Action Council.
0: Wonderful. Okay. And is there any any plan for reopening or, or any word on that at the moment?
1: We're hoping we're, um, because we're a school district building, we mm-hmm. uh, fall under kind of their guidance right now. And of course, our number one concern is um, keeping staff and community safe. But right now, it looks like the school district um, is going to be opening August thirteenth. So we are hoping At the same time, we're actually, we were there last week um, monitoring and looking at ways that we could stay separated a little more, create some barriers and ways we can keep um, our community safe as we enter the building and as people access services. So I think we have a lot of opportunity Um, It is a a mobile space, but there's lots of space in it, so we um, are finding ways that we'll be able to once again open, hopefully in August, and be able to service right there in the community versus via Zoom or over the telephone. Great. Okay,
0: that's awesome. Awesome. Well, I think that is really helpful for everyone to know that, that you exist and how you exist and why. Anything else you want to share about the FRC uh, model from, you know, just from a funding standpoint, business standpoint that that you think is important for for, for the community to know um, because you're a very valuable asset. Um, <laughs> make sure that, that families have a hub, as you call it, right? A hub that they can go to in times of of confusion or distress. So anything else you want to add?
1: Um, I just want to say thank you for giving us this opportunity to Mm -hmm. highlight um, on Facebook. Again, it's not something I've ever done. Um, (laughs) We try to talk, I mean, we talk about it because we are um, so passionate about the work that we get to do in the city of Anaheim. We talk Mm -hmm. about it everywhere, but this is really, I think important to get it on social media. Um, because the spread can be larger. So I just want to say thank you for allowing um, us this time. And we're excited about Giving Day um, as an opportunity to raise some funds and really excited to be able to help serve our community with any needs that, that um, children, youth, and family may have.
0: That's great. How Wonderful. Ariana, any last uh, closing thoughts?
2: Just thank you so much for uh, giving us this opportunity to share all the great work that the staff uh, do at Family Oasis. Um, It makes me really happy. Anyone out there who needs services, please feel free to come find us. We are here to support you. Um, So thank you so much, Victoria, for this opportunity.
0: You're welcome, you're welcome. You guys did great. Well, thank you so much and good luck on Wednesday. And uh, um, we'll, we'll, we'll check in then to see how you guys are doing thank, thank you. you okay we'll have a great rest of the week Thanks. bye you too. <laughs>